0: Hello everyone, welcome to the fifth episode of the Happiness Learn Show. This is Dr. Zara Sparratt and today I wanted to talk about the forms of love and how love is so important with attracting the life you want, with manifestation, with making sense of what's kind of going on and helping to let go of things and feel lighter and, and more positive and shift into a more positive state. So there are different types of love. I know that we have just the one word love and I guess there's some other things like the word adore but generally speaking, it's just sort of this blanket word for a whole lot of different lived experiences if you think about it, I mean, there's the love of family. There's the love of friends. There's the love of nature, love of your pet, love of your spouse, love of your child, I mean, et cetera. And they're different and they're all called love. You know, even if let's say you have one partner and you love them and then you have another partner and you love them, it's different types of love. So what I'm getting at is what's going on here? Why is happening that this thing we call love takes so many different shapes and forms? And why does that matter? Well, the way of understanding this is to try to start to see love as an energy that permeates everything, um, everyone, and it works everywhere, like unconditional love. Um, and the way I see it is that it's actually the fabric, the energy of our world. Not that you can see that always clearly, but the more you dig deeper, the more you're able to connect to this. So why does this matter? This matters because when we can see this more clearly, when we can see the world this way more often, then we are able to shift things and we shift out of a fear-based perspective of feeling alone and we feel empowered and we just function at a much higher level, which is very important for attracting the life that you want. So ultimately you could say that love is an energy that can be expressed in various forms, dimensions, and applications. It's not something we often think about. I know something I encounter is people thinking, well, love is about falling in love with a person or they love their pet or something like that. And they think, it's the pet that brings them that love or they think that it's the partner that brings them that love. And, and there might be love coming from, there probably is coming from the pet or the partner, but it's actually coming from you. That outside thing is triggering your inner generation, your inner creation of love. It inspires it, like a muse or something uh, would inspire someone to create. So this matters because it means there's a lot of creative potential inside of each of us. In love is a is a really uplifting way to create so one way to assess the level of love in your life um, or the energy of love in your life is to check and ask why am I doing something? Am I making decisions out of fear? am I making decisions out of love and asking for a lot of people they might they might not know like making decision of love what the heck does that mean? I find a better way of understanding is checking in, am I making this decision out of fear? What element here is based in fear? I do find that to be very powerful and to start to become aware of your fear. Why does fear matter? Well, fear matters because it really blocks. It's like a fantastic blocker. (laughs) It creates walls around us. It keeps us stuck. It keeps us in place and even paralyzed. It's a very painful state to be in. in fact, there's some traditions that believe that hell is when you are totally shut down and stuck and afraid. And that's, that's what fear does is it shuts us down. So fear also can block new things from coming into our life and attracting what we're hoping and wanting. If you're wondering how this could be, I mean, imagine that you are really wanting a loving relationship and the most amazing person comes in. If you are afraid or if you have a lot of issues around fear and relationships and anything else, afraid of change, you will be blocking it, pushing it away, causing unnecessary problems that will sabotage it. Same, I've seen this with jobs too. You know, let's say you there's a job you really want, but you're afraid you're gonna fail. You're afraid you can't do it. Well, you might be excited at first, but then you might you, your fear gets in the way. It's meant to protect us so that when we're afraid, we we don't want to let someone down or let something, you know, let a job down or fail. The fear of the failure, even the fear of success and what that might mean, it can get in the way because the way our brains are designed, we're designed to survive. We're not designed to be happy. So, how do we survive? Well, generally speaking, what is familiar and known equals survival. What is new and unfamiliar equals possible death. In our reptilian old brain so it's not a good (laughs) fear is not helpful usually for attracting and generating what we're wanting if we want our lives to change then we have to be open to our lives changing or we have to be open to changing things and that can be very scary sometimes doesn't have to be in one way to see, oh my gosh, I'm being led by fear is to notice. And that helps to detach from the fear, slow down that energy and be more aware of like, whoa, this is happening. What does this mean? This means that contrary to what a lot of people might believe or sort of thought, love is not actually scarce. What I've come across is that people just don't know how to create it They don't know how to see it. They don't know how to experience it, either because they block it from fear or they think it has to come from something outside of themselves in bits and pieces, but is not actually scarce. So the reason I say that is because aside from it being, you know, the fabric that essentially makes up our our world in so many ways, it's not scarce because we can generate it ourselves. And this is not me saying happiness is inside of you. That's all you have to look for. I mean, there is some truth to that. But what I'm saying is it's more like you can create love. You can create excitement. You can create happiness inside yourself. You can be the creator of it. Why do I say this? I say this because you've already been the creator of negative emotions and other positive emotions too. But let's say you... I don't know, you go to a pizza place and the pizza doesn't taste the way you want and you're really upset and disappointed and then you get mad at them. Okay, well, who is generating the anger? Who's generating the disappointment? Is it the pizza? <laughs> no, it's you. It is coming from inside of you. And that's not to do any victim blaming stuff. I mean, that's a silly example with the pizza, but it's more to say... We are much more powerful creators and generators of emotion than we realize. Something to consider is checking in every day, being like, what am I generating? Am I generating anxiety? Am I generating tiredness? Am I generating joy? Am I generating numbness? What energy is happening through me? Because there's always something. So why not generate love and in terms of attracting good stuff into our lives manifesting stuff promise you love and as many forms that it takes is the most powerful way it's the way i've manifested and attracted all of the really amazing and wild stuff in my life i've done so much things that i don't usually share with people but if i do they're just like what they're blown away And I, I think for future episodes, because I I like to keep the focus on others, but I think because we're all connected, but I think for the next episode, I'm going to talk more about my story to help you understand how I figured this out and why I know it to be true. Other than that, if this is confusing and you're like, I don't generate it, you know, the piece, pizza made me mad (laughs) if that, if it's hard to see that distinction, Another way of doing this is try to pay attention every day on how we are expressing our love and our daily experience. So just try to, you know, a question that I I like, I think can be helpful is what did I love most about today? Or what was the best part of today? Just trying to notice and become more aware of things that feel uplifting and light and loving, and it tends to create more and more of it. So I encourage you to try to check in with yourself throughout the day, maybe like three to five times a day and ask how much you're acting by love or fear. And if you don't know, you can always rate it. You could be like, okay, one to five or one to 10, 10 being the most fear and 10 being the most love. Like how much am I making choices out of love today? And how much am I making choices out of fear or autopilot? A lot of people make their choices out of autopilot, which is nice cousin <laughs> or sibling of fear, because with autopilot, it's familiar, it's safe. We just do what we've always done or what we, we're used to doing. So checking in, am I doing new things that are unfamiliar or am I am I basing this off of fear? So overall, what can I tell you about love? Love is the experience <clears throat> of connection, of joining. Togetherness. It's a fullness and happiness we cannot always understand or know. Something I see with a lot of clients, and not just clients, but throughout life, I've seen this people feeling alone, disconnected, emptiness, like they've been abandoned here on earth or they've been abandoned by their family. And even when they're with people, they feel alone. And I would say it's probably the greatest issue and transcends a whole bunch of other issues of course, aside from things such as starvation and getting our basic needs met. But loneliness also ties to that because if we don't have a network, we don't feel connected and supported, we're going to be more afraid of our survival, which causes a lot of stress. So try to tap into the feeling and experience of love, whatever this means to you. really think about it and think about Is my idea of it from me or is it from TVs or from advertisements? My understanding is that we, there's an estimated four to 10,000 advertisements we're exposed to every day, something like that. It's some crazy number. So we're programmed (laughs) knowingly or not, even though most of it just goes into the vague distance, it's still there affecting our psyche. We're programmed to think okay love is on the outside i get love by doing certain things or looking a certain way or programmed to see love in a certain way that's actually so disempowering and it will enslave you into always thinking it's outside if you start to figure out this is for me i am love is very powerful and i'll talk about it more next time but it really is how i've manifested everything that I consider positive and and anything that was challenging or has been challenging always led to something that was 20 times or 50 times more positive or unquantifiable amount of times more positive. So in a way, nothing bad has ever happened because although I've experienced a lot of things that were very challenging, nothing bad has happened in the sense that, and I can bring love to any situation. It turns into something incredibly powerful that only keeps bringing me to higher and higher levels of happiness well-being and like really cool stuff happening but don't get too attached to the stuff on the outside because that causes fear because that means fear of loss if you can find one thing a day that can help you generate the emotion of love in yourself and let it flow out from you i encourage you to try to do that and that might just be looking at a tree and that's fine. I love to look at the clouds and the trees. It really is you know, inspirational. Looking at the water, just, you know, looking, just sort of taking a moment and being still. Nature is very powerful for this. Also our pets. So love, it's sort of this bridge. Fear disconnects and makes us feel alone and separate. Love connects and it can connect you most easily to what you're wanting to attract. If you really want something, but you're afraid you're not going to get it, then it's like two competing things going on energetically. You want to experience just love, unconditional love. If the thing happens or not, you're just going to have love for it. For example, when I did my PhD, my first PhD, I just decided to feel a lot of love for my dissertation. And you might be like, decide, well, part of it was I I needed to find things that I love to research. And I just focused it around love. And I, I did a great job. I got done record time. I, I learned so much. It was such a powerful experience. And that's just one example. I went into it with the perspective of love, not anything else. And I'm not saying it wasn't challenging. It was, but it really shifted the whole thing because of how I came into it. And of course I had moments of fear doing it, but ultimately I just kept focusing on, okay, what, what do I love about this? What do I, how can I love this today? And by the way, when I see, say love, I don't mean obsession or wanting to possess. I see that with people. They get fixated. They want to possess. That's actually fear. It's fear of loss, trying to attain. That's not love. That will make you feel separate. It is painful. It's like a yearning. And you can have that yearning for anything. You can have it for money. You can have it for having a baby, getting married, food. I mean, I don't care what it is, a certain body. Like you can have that yearning obsession of wanting to have. But if you, if you feel like you have to have something, it won't be okay. Then that's fear. Love is something else. Some aspects of this love is having empathy and compassion. You want freedom and happiness for others. You kind of know it because you feel uplifted. You feel lighter and more free. With fear, you feel heavier and more stuck and separate and slow. You feel slower. Also, side note, you can learn and think of new ideas when you're having the experience of love than when you're having fear. Fear kind of shuts down our thinking. But this being said, sometimes these things are easier said than done. We can have in our subconscious... so. We don't fully know, but we think like 85 to 90% of our functioning, although maybe it's 95, is through our subconscious programming. Ages zero to seven are really powerful for this imprinting, but it happens throughout our life. And by the way, our advertising agencies know this, a lot of them. And so that's why they put all this background noise is because it is getting into our subconscious, our programming, like a computer with software. So why does this matter? This matters because if you have subconscious blocks that are you're not even aware of, or even maybe you kind of are aware of, but you don't know what to do about them, they can sabotage you and create fear, block you at every turn. So for example, let's say you want a really loving relationship, but you grew up in a home that was a lot of violence and unhappiness. You might have that subconsciously imprinted in your mind that, you know, Quotation, love leads to violence. And so you might be very scared and avoid it, or you might think that that equals that. So getting to our unconscious programming is so powerful for shifting from fear to love and attracting and bringing in the stuff we want. And I'll talk about this more later too with hypnotherapy, but I got into hypnotherapy to help people with trauma at these deeper levels. Also, I've seen something called the Safe and Sound Protocol I'm certified in be really powerful for our nervous system and healing that. Yoga Nidra is also very powerful. EMDR can be good. But I I personally really like the hypnotherapy meditations because they can help us with these deep blockages that we don't even know we have so that we can learn something new. But if you're wanting to figure out some of your own programs you might not be aware of, that could be triggering fear. You can ask yourself things like why, what for, and like, why do we do the things we do? What is it for? We can notice, like if you always eat, I don't know. Okay. For example, I really like popcorn and dark chocolate. So if I ask myself like, well, why do I eat popcorn and dark chocolate pretty much almost every day after I work? Well... I know the answer to that is that was a food I used to eat with my mom We used to watch movies and I have that with her and it was kind of a special food. So I associate that in a positive way. Same thing with spaghetti and meat sauce uh, and pizza. (laughs) I I have those positive associations. So, I mean, whatever, you can reprogram that stuff if you want, but my point is you start asking why and what for, and do you want to change that? It starts to help getting at deeper reasons why we might, even though we want changes, we can't make them happen because we're in our own way. So the first step is to notice them. Notice any blockages that we have that are coming from ourself and our subconscious. So if you need any help with that, feel free to reach out to me. I make hypnotherapy recordings and I can always make you one. Um, and they're really powerful. I really highly recommend them for creating the things that you're wanting to get towards in your life. So on the whole, our ability to intentionally love and become aware of any patterns or barriers helps free us and lift us up so we can better create the life we're hoping for. All right, well, I hope this was helpful. Lots of love to all of you. And this is Dr. Sarah Spawert with Happiness Learned.